Este poema se llama Los Amantes. My name is Jules. Mi nombre es Javiera. We are Imperio Bamba and you are listening to Three Colors Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the new episodes of Three Colors Podcast. My name is Martena and in the studio with me I have two very special guests. Imperio Bamba's in the house. Right guys, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. Thank I'm you very much. happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us. We will talk about the musical treasures coming from Peru and Chile. Is that right? Yes, we're going to talk a little bit more about Peru, but... You guys going to represent both? Yes. Right. Are we going to talk more about Peru? Possibly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the thing is because the, the style of music chicha comes from Peru. Um, cumbia is a Colombian thing that's kind of gone everywhere in Latin America, but chicha is particularly Peruvian. Okay, so um, we're going to put a little bit more pressure on the Peru today. There you so go. Jules representing Peru. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> right, but before we get into that, I wanted to start with a very quick round of warm up questions for you guys. Okay. Go for it. So I will ask you a question. And I need you to give me a very short answer, okay? Sure. Okay. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. All right? Who wants to start? Okay, I, I will start. Okay. So, Javier, what's your hidden talent? Singing. <laughs> That's good enough. Right, Jules, at what job would you be terrible at? Banker. Why is that? I'd probably steal all the money. Are you are you bad with money? Yeah. Mm, same, same here. <laughs> Javier, if you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would that be? Uh, switching channels with <laughs> <a> remote control. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, yeah. for what are you most grateful today? For life. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Right, Javiera, what are you looking forward to the most this year? Ooh, survive. Yeah, I want to end this year alive. <laughs> That's a good goal. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes. Jules, yeah. are you superstitious? Very. Like Stevie <laughs> Wonder would say. <laughs> right, Javier, what scares you the most? It's terrible, but pigeons. 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 Yes. She hates them. I hate them. I hate so pigeons much. too. Really? Yes. But are you afraid of them though? So much in common. No, listen, they uh, they started I don't know how many nests on my balcony. Oh my god, back that's home. a nightmare for me. Like like a real nightmare. Yeah. Uh, literally a nightmare. Listen, you need to buy those spikes and just put them everywhere. Yes, no, you have to 100%. because you don't want to live with that really close i'm so sorry for those animals but i, I know. really really hate them and it to be honest today um i don't really like the sounds of pigeons no. in peru yeah. part of the culture is to kind of survive you know out of necessity and at one time they used to eat pigeons because they didn't have any food so they would eat them we could do that here for you that's a myth you know what? I've Sorry. noticed that English pigeons are actually very fat so yes, there must are. be a lot of meat <laughs> on and them. they're very smart as well man they know who to target I was reading about pigeons, and you know that pigeons mate for life? They mate for life? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and they give each other presents. Like, nice. they will bring each other, like, a stick or, like, a feather or it, leaf. It's crazy because they are amazing in the sense that they survive in, like, any environment. True. Like there rats and cockroaches. Yes. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Everywhere. I'm like yeah. a pigeon. <laughs> no, please not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Coming back to our icebreaker. All right, Jules, 
Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl all the way. Okay. I hate mornings. Same. Javiera, what's your biggest guilty pleasure? Ooh, it. Eating? Yes. I mean, it's a pleasure. Sometimes it's guilty because sometimes mm. it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it comes to chocolate <laughs> yes, and sweets. Yes, exactly. Chocolate, like really late at night. Yeah. Oh, that gives yeah, but guilt. that's the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> so who's a listener and who's a talker here? Ooh, that's a tough that's one. That's a really, really tough, tough one. Really tough one, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are both... Both. I Talkers. think I'm the talker and I think she's more listener. Well, I'm also we'll a see, listener. We'll see. <laughs> We've got a whole program to find out. Wow. Um, right, guys. So what was the best advice that you have ever received? So that's a question to both of you. Oh, yeah. It's a friend of mine, Gareth. He told me um, regarding like my music career and stuff. He said, look, it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a race. It's a marathon. It's something you take step by step. That's you don't deep. have to get there like tomorrow. It's, yeah. You know, you have to enjoy the process. So all good things take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, an advice that my mom used to give me, like when I started going to parties, mm-hmm. like when I was, I don't know, 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah, it's still I happening. Was like, <laughs> yeah, but now I learn. Because she's still a teenager, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. But it was love yourself. Love yourself. Just love yourself. It, it wasn't like take care. No, just love yourself. Because if you love yourself, you will take care of yourself. You, you yeah, you will true. take care of yourself. That's so, yeah, true. 100%. Yourself. Right, another question, very tricky. Guys, if you had to be handcuffed to one person for a whole week, who would that be? It's, can it be an animal? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. One person. One person. For the whole week. For me, it would be whole my, my sister. Yeah, I could be with her for Fair the enough. whole week. You guys oh, close. Yeah. yeah, and we grew up like living in the same room. So, yeah, we are really close. Jules? I, I don't like people that much after a while, so I don't know. It's really difficult. <laughs> All right, you can pick know. an animal. Okay, a dog. <laughs> yes, let's go. I'm happy. <laughs> and um, what was the craziest thing? What is the craziest thing that you guys have on your bucket list? I mean, I want a bungee jump. That's fun. I've done that. No, no, no. I just want a bungee jump. <laughs> Once I almost uh, jumped in yeah. Ecuador, and yeah, I got scared at the last Aww. minute. But yeah, I would love to do that. You need to try. Yeah. Definitely. Talking about adventure... What is the place in the world, any place you can think of, that you just need to visit? I would go for Russia. Russia? Yes. Ooh. You I like the cult? Yeah. And the bears? Um, no. Or maybe but it's the alcohol? That's the thing. Uh, that's the thing. The alcohol. You know, yeah. I don't want to brag, but we do <laughs> amazing vodka in my home country, in Poland. I know, but i already been in Poland. Okay. So, yeah. Fair enough. Only because I, I don't know Russia. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you get bored in Russia, just come back to Poland. I, I will do. All right. Sure. What about you, Jules? India. Is this uh, your path to enlightenment? Not really. I don't think I'll ever be enlightened, but... um. It's more to do with the music and the link between music and religion. Something I don't, I've always found interesting. Guys, the last question. If you had to describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Passionate, honest, playful. Creative, happy and dark. Moreno. <laughs> Moreno. <laughs> I'm as in dark as in like, a, you know, I'm, yeah, I have a dark inside. Deep inside, yeah. Deep, deep inside. Deep, deep. It's like a reverse <laughs> coconut. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. (laughs) Right, guys. We should start the program with one of your bangers. There we go. So tell us a little bit about the song that we hear in the background. Very quickly. Yeah, this is Los Amantes. It's our first release. And it talks a little bit about uh, a story that is similar to ours. Migrants falling in love, facing the adversities, 
with a really dancing flavor. Okay, so let's listen to Los Amantes and Imperio Bamba.
Los Amantes and Imperio Bamba, and I've got them here in the studio with me. Look how lucky I am, guys. <laughs> right, we want to get to know you a little bit as a band. So, how did you guys meet? Well, we actually met playing. Julio used to have another band called Shamans, okay. and they start doing chicha covers. And a friend that we have in common invited me to play with them in a it was like a birthday party so it was more informal okay then we were playing together singing and look at us and it just worked <laughs> yeah it worked <laughs> yeah we actually met at el comandante that is a, a bolivian place here in london okay so yeah it's been always like super musical what is actually imperio bamba um the word bamba in peru is a word that represents the fake so it's it's the fakeness of everything you know it's, it's lo bamba and um i came up with the name because i thought of putting together like the empire of the fake you know and kind of to face all the fakeness that's in the world and just say look you don't have to be fake you don't have to be a poser you have to just be free and be whatever you want to be can we say imperio strikes back The Imperio Strikes Back, yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. The, cool. That's why we like it, like the Imperio of the Bamba Strikes Back. Right. And and we really like our experience to be in Latin Americans here and calling ourselves Imperio. Yeah. <laughs> It's really nice. <laughs> so we're trying to claim it back. What actually inspired your sound? The thing is, I come from like more of a rock and roll background. And when I started playing gigs here, I figured, I saw that you can't really kind of surprise the guys that invented rock and roll that, you know, they've done all these things. So I kind of looked into myself and looked into my roots. And I found that this style of music, Chicha, is something that I've been listening to since I was a kid in my home with my, while my grandmother cooked and my mother and everything. So I never really paid attention to it. And then I started to pay attention to it and I love the guitars. And that was like the, the link for me between Chicha like and what I do. It was a light bulb. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was a big light bulb. Like, wow, the guitars are incredible. The sounds... So what we try to do is emulate the chicha rhythm and then whatever we, we put on top is more ours. Like you c it can be more rocky, more dramatic, more intense, more dark, you know. So we, we try to maintain the rhythm. Basically, we maintain the rhythm of chicha to make everything danceable. And whatever we put on top, whatever ingredients, guitar, synths or bass that we do, we try to make it a little bit more modern, more of this time rather than back, back then. So let's start our discussion about chicha and uh, Chilean uh, cumbia. These two music genres are actually the sub-genres of uh, cumbia that was um, originated from Colombia, right? Mm -hmm. As you said, you fell in love with the guitars because in the original cumbia, you don't really have that guitar sound, right? Not at all, yeah. So how, how did it start in, uh, in Peru and in Chile? Cumbia is a rhythm that comes from Africa. You know, slavery came about and then there's a lot of migration. You got those drums, African drums, All those drums, right? I mean, from what I've learned is there was uh, this rhythm called cumbe to kind of, um, they used the rhythm to as a ritual to adore the god of the head. I don't know, then El Dios Abatala, that's the name they have. And then they went to Cuba and then from Cuba kind of descended to Colombia. And in Colombia they used this rhythm and they, they created this style of music called cumbia. And then from there it kind of um, it expanded throughout Latin America. And in Chile, Ecuador, Venezuela, Argentina, they have all, all types of cumbia. But the thing that made it different in Peru is that they put the electric guitar on it because we have so much influence of surf and like just this psychedelic kind of thing with the jungle. So in Peru, they created Chicha, a band called Los Chapis. They said, well, we need a different name. They gave it Chicha. You know so what? I actually found this information that Chicha... is a drink. 
is a fermented drink. Yes, yeah. chicha. Is it, is it nice? It's yes. very nice. I mean, you can do chicha of every fruit. Yeah. And it's really strong. Right. Like the, the alcoholic drink is really, really strong. So, so yeah, there are a few songs like Juana Cuisu Combo and other bands have few, few songs like relating that <laughs> experience. Right. And it's also interesting uh, about chicha, the name of it, is that the chicha takes a long time to make to for the fruit. To brew. Yes. Yeah. And chicha is not only someone invented and put the name. It's like a culture that it's the mix of all the influence that were happening in Peru. Mm. And so what Julio was saying, like cumbia that comes from Colombia and it gets mixed with all these psychedelic elements of yeah. the jungle and what uh, came from abroad like rock and also Andean sounds like Andean rhythms instruments so so chicha what we really like uh, we feel that really represent us and why we decide that our sound is chicha is because it's the mixture it's That's the beautiful. Mestiz, yeah it's the mestizaje we are mestizos we are a mix so so we are chicha as well mm. Yeah. I mean, what, what the important thing about chicha is that it happens, it doesn't happen outside of Lima, it happens in the capital. So all the migration that comes from outside of Lima, just like here, everybody that's coming yeah, to it's London. it's a bit like London, exactly. Exactly. So you get to London and then you, you're kind of faced with this reality that's not your own, with this culture that's completely different to yours. So at the beginning, you kind of try to fit in, try to fit in, and then you get tired of it. And then you start kind of coming back to your thing, to your culture, and you start to mix and generate this kind of mutation of cultures. And that's what chicha is. Apart from the style of music, it's what we really are. It's like that kind of defines us very well as who we are as people as well. So linked to what Julio was saying about the guitars, uh, the next song is going to be Para Elisa, uh, the Los Destellos. Can I just say something really quickly there? Of course. Because I, I always try to give tribute to this guy. This band is called Los Destellos, and the guitarist of this band is called Enrique Delgado. And this guy is the guy that introduced the guitar to Cumbia. So for me, this guy's like, I always have to give him like a Some lot of history respect. history for you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He used to be like a classical guitarist that played with everyone, all the popular musicians of the time. And then he started hearing this rhythm of music and he said, oh, we have to do something with this. And he introduced the electric guitar and that's how Cumbia came about in Peru. Yes. What about the second song? And the second song is a classic one, Chacalón y la Nueva Crema. So he's one of the main guys of chicha culture in Peru. He's, he represents migration from the inner cities to Peru and the pride of being a migrant. And this song is called Soy Provinciano. That means I'm from the province.
que labran el campo para buscar el pan de sus hijos y de todos sus hermanos. Le canta Chacalón y la nueva crema. Destellos de Enrique Delgado and Soy Provinciano de Chacalón y la Nueva Crema. You sound so beautiful when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the meaning of the songs. We will talk about the instruments and you know the whole musical layer, but I want to get into the lyricism and the meaning behind the songs. So the first one was the instrumental. What about the second one? Well, the second one, uh, the Chacalón one, is, is really important for us. It has a really strong meaning because it tells the story of 
a guy that comes from province to live in the city and that face all the adversities, the experience that you have to wake up really early to work, to feed your children, to feed your brother, that you're alone, that you don't have your parents with you, but you have to survive and you are going to be happy. It sounds well, like the story of my life. <laughs> well, it's the story of the migrants. Yeah. I mean, and, and actually the lyric of Los Amantes, the first, the first song that we play, it's quite similar Because it's like, you'd choose that, like, in a sense, because you want something better for you and your family, but it comes with struggle. Yeah. But in the end, you will make it work and you will enjoy it. You, you, will, you will take a lesson from that every struggle you go through. Absolutely, absolutely. And in this one, Chacalón said, what he repeats is like, I will be happy. I will be happy. We will be happy. Ah, we will be happy. Yeah. So better <laughs> so yeah, we will yeah. be happy yeah so it's is is that the, the experience of migration and struggle so se sufre pero se goza mm -hmm. like like you, you struggle but you have fun yes. say it again se sufre pero se goza se sufre pero se goza uh -huh. right because um, the lyrics in uh, peruvian cumbia are very much different to what we spoke about colombian cumbia because colombian cumbia was connected to countryside country life the the joys of the you know the joys and the struggles of being in a country but peruvian cumbia talks very specifically about migration I mean, that particular song talks about migration because that's a, a main topic on chicha music. But it's interesting. Uh, well, yesterday we were watching um, some movie in YouTube about Los Chapis. That's the next uh, band that we we're going to listen. Mm -hmm. And they were talking in the movie about like this sadness of the Andean people and how in chicha you can mix that sad kind of lyrics of the Andean feeling with a music that is happier, that you can dance with it. And that's what something that we really like about Chicha, yeah. that, that you can say something really sad, and if you listen to Chacalón lyrics, they are, they are actually like really sad. Very sad, yeah. But with a dance flow, like with a happy music. So, so it's, a, it's a contradiction that it makes it really rich. Okay, I think, um, well, it reminds me a little bit about salsa as well. Oh. When we spoke about salsa and uh, we um, played a few songs, they had a very profound meaning and lyrics, but the tempo's very upbeat. Um, when I was reading about cumbia from Chile as well, again, it's quite political. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about, okay, we're at the party, we're having drinks, you know, there's this handsome, like a band player or whatever. It's actually, it's actually serious. Yes, it is. Well... In Latin America, we experienced the conquer and then also dictatorships. So in Chilean cumbia, there's a lot of things that are related to the dictatorship experience. Yeah. And it's something that as is not uh, something that it's really discussed in our society or in schools. Is it still a taboo subject? Uh, uh, in some spheres, it is. So through art you can talk about it and you can try like to heal a little bit the trauma by talking about it and also keep remembering sorry and also keep the memory alive yes definitely the next song that we're about to play eh, well the next song is El Aguajal by Los Chapis <laughs> Chapulín y su grupo, los ya. 
Somos Imperio Bamba y estás escuchando Three Colors Podcast.
a proper samurai track, even though it's raining today. Yeah. It's kind of not well. It's not very nice outside, but we still have summer. Yeah. Tell me about the song. That's exactly what the song is about. The lyrics and the chorus say, "Don't wait for summer to feel good." You know, because we live in a place where the the weather is not particularly our best friend, so we have to kind of learn to live with it. And Just that's make the best out of what you have. Exactly, exactly. Make the best out of what you have, and that's what being chicha is. You know, adapting yeah. to the reality and se sufre pero se goza. You know, so you you struggle but you make the best of it. So if if the summer isn't here, it doesn't mean that inside you don't have to have a summer. You, you have to be happy all the time. Try to be not happy, like that's too much, but at content, peace. at peace. At you know, peace, yeah. And to not try negative. To, exactly. So the song is basically it talks about that, and we mix it with um, chicha rhythms for, of chicha, and we also do Afro-Peruvian rhythms. So we, we we make a, a little bit of a mixture because in in chicha music you hear a lot of the cowbell, which is something that was introduced later on in the in the kind of progression of this style of music. And um, it comes from salsa and it comes from, you know, Afro-Peruvian music. But you said something else about the song that made it different than any other oh, chicha song Oh, yes. Well, it's, song in, it's in English. Made. It's in English. It's a song that I wrote and, and I made it in English deliberately to kind of push the boundaries of what chicha is. I'm a guy that lived in Peru until I was nine years old and I've always gone back and forward. So my kind of my identity with Peru is very strong. I'm, I'm very passionate about my Peruvian side. But I'm also aware that I learned English when I was nine. I lived in the States. I've lived in London for like 15 years. So part of me is also very kind of English and American a little bit. So denying that is kind of not being chicha. You have to, I think, in order to be very, very chicha, you have to come together with yourself and accept everything that you are. You know, and back home, if I did it in English, people would be like, what are you doing, chicha, in English? What is this? But I'm Peruvian and I speak English. Well, why shouldn't I be able to do it? So part of the, you know, this kind of this rebellious act that we're talking about a little bit about Chacalón and Los Chapis, that they say we're from the Andes and that's who we are and we don't care what you think and don't tell me what to play or what to do because this is mine and you have no right to tell me what to do. And we were saying that chicha is a little bit of a melting pot, so you're mixing everything about yourself mm -hmm. pretty well in this song, right? Yeah. I've got a question for you, both of you. Mm -hmm. Is chicha the sound of Peruvian identity? I, I personally think chicha is completely what Peruvian identity is. There are other musical, you know, genres like um, el vals criollo, el afroperuano, la marinera, el huayno, I can go on. But chicha encapsulates all of them. Maybe you can't hear the the, the vals music, you know, the, 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 the musica criolla. You can't hear it directly, but in the way the guitarists used to play the guitar when the chicha started coming out, it imitates how they played the, the Spanish guitar. Um, the way they used the cowbell, the, the kind of atmospheres they generated with the music comes from the Andes, from the, from the panpipes. Instead of the panpipe, you use the synth, you know, use the organ or the guitar. So everything that Peru has is in chicha. And I think it's something really interesting is that chicha is popular culture, is working class culture, and that's, um, well, I'm Chilean. I was in Santiago a few months ago. And if you go to the city center where there's, there's a lot of Peruvian migration, you can see chicha signs in the streets. You can see some music advertised through the chicha aesthetic. And you can see that in Santiago. You I'm were showing me the pictures before. Yes. So um, they are very bright. Very bright. Neon colors. Yes. Bright in your face. So, yeah, I was reading something about that aesthetic. Someone said, like, it's bright colors to make you look 
in the dark city, like in the gray city, because Lima is quite gray. Lima well, the gray. Lima the gray. Santiago is quite gray as well. So if you're walking in the street and you see this sign, you it's you a pop will of watch color. It. Yes. So so that that bit of of Peru is in Santiago now, and now it's here as well. So with with our aesthetic, we try to reinterpret this this aesthetic as well. We work uh, really close with a Peruvian designer. Uh, we met him in Chile. Shout out to Juan Carlos. Yes, shout out <laughs> Juan Carlos because your branding is very yes. bright as well. Yes. So so he's the one that been thinking about the concept and how to mix this typical like chicha aesthetic. But we don't want to to copy that. Because we are not purists in that sense. So, yeah. so how we reinterpret that aesthetic. So how did you add a little bit of England to your aesthetics? Yes. Well, we, I think we did that, first of all, musically. Um, I've always been a fan of like Led Zeppelin, the Patch Mode. Like there's a lot of bands here. I came to London because I love the music scene here. And um, the, the way I kind of, in my head at least, mix it musically is by um, maintaining the rhythm but adding these atmospheres and this experimentation with the sounds, with the type of guitar playing. And it's more like a sensi sensitivity of like the darkness of English music and the intensity and the power with this lightness of the Andean kind of rhythms and, um, and styles of playing. It's kind of hard to describe. Visually, kind of, we always, we try to make it dark and light as well. So it's like, uh, you know, when you say light, I'm thinking airy. Yeah, because you think like uh, Andes, the, uh, the pan, pan pipes, pipes, all of that. Exactly, yeah. mm. it's very airy, and it's London, a little bit grimy. Yeah, crude, heavier. raw, you know. Yeah, definitely. Right. What are the next songs that you've prepared for us? Okay, so this band, Los Sanders de Nyanya, Los Sanders de Nyanya. I'll say that again, because this band for me is like a gem. Um, the, the, the Chicha movement, the Cumbia movement, started out in Peru. I don't know, 40s, 30s, 50s. I, I'm not really sure when. But there's always been a lot of bands that have been very popular. Juaneco y Combo, Los Mirlos, Los Chapis, Chacalón, etc., etc. But I heard this band, and I think they're the best chicha. Like, the way they experiment with music is incredible because they go from one genre to the other, and I think it's just a gem. Los Andres de Ñaña. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Si ya te vas. Vamos a hacer 
So that was Los Andres de Ñaña with Sillate Vas. Really cool song. Very energetic, like yeah. uh, the rest of Chicha, yeah. I would like to say. <laughs> it's very energetic. Very energetic genre. So what can you tell me about this song? Well, it, it kind of shows a little bit of um, experimentation they used with this style of music because since it's something that happened in Lima and that was... Well, no, it didn't just happen in Lima. It happened in, in the jungles as well. But Lima has a lot of influence from everywhere because it's the capital, so you can hear music from everywhere else. And there is this kind of music that's called La Nueva Ola, the new wave, which is a kind of ballad style of music. So they mixed that with chicha, which I found it like a very in ingenious, very, very smart and very sassy. Like, you know, like, look, we're going to do this. This is new and we don't care. So the next song you've prepared for us, for our audience, is a cover. And we wanted to bring it to you all today because it's a Chilean song. So it's our interpretation of a classical song from the best songwriter in Chile and probably one of the best in the world, Violeta Parra. So she's amazingly strong, uh, passionate, and she talks about politics and the daily life and the daily struggles of working class people. And this song, it's about a letter that she received about the imprisonment of one of brothers. It's a shout for justice and democracy. And this is our interpretation, bringing some chicha to it. Sounds great. All right, let's hear it.
right, guys? So that was Imperio Bamba with the cover. La Carta from Shamans. And uh, we're moving on to the part of the podcast that Jules has been uh, fearing the most. Come on, bring it on. We're going to do a music quiz. So Ooh. what we're going to do, I'm going to play you seven different sounds. Um, you're going to get a little bit of time in between. You have to guess the instrument and you have to tell me a little bit about it. Okay. 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 Right. So let's start. Sound number one. There we go. That's a harp. It's no, a that's charango. a charango. That's a charango. Yes, yeah. that's a charango. Well done. <laughs> well done. Tell me about charango. The charango I always find sounds like a waterfall. Like a little waterfall, like, you know, it's a very small instrument, very light, very, I don't know, it's very Andean. It's very from the mountains. Yeah. Um, is it you guys, do you play vihuela in chicha as well? No. Right, so vihuela is like a little Mexican guitar, smaller than the normal Spanish guitar. Mm -hmm. I think this one might be even smaller, so this is like a baby. Well, yeah. the thing baby is guitar. that charango uh, was built with an uh, animal, the kirkincho, like I'm the armadillo. Yeah. yeah, so so it's that size, you know, the oh armadillo size is the size of the charango. Now that's forbidden. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but well, you can still find some you can uh, still charango find them. armadillos. I mean, kirkincho uh, armadillos. But <laughs> yeah, beyond that, charango is like a really, really representative Very. instrument of the southern corn of Latin America and the Andean beat yeah so yeah i mean we grew up listening to that instrument charango yes right well done that was the first one let's move on to the sound number two you guys ready uh-huh that's the cajon but that's a spanish cajon ah. how do you know because you can hear the the strings ah. you see the cajon was such a good ear the, yeah. the cajon was invented in peru by the afro-peruvian community and it was just a cajon. It didn't have any any kind of um, adornments or anything for the sound. It's just a cajon, just a wooden sound. And so what is cajon? <laughs> cajon is it's a wooden box with a little hole in the back. It's a wooden box. My my theory is that it comes from like you know you have like fruit boxes, and they started just sitting on top of the fruit boxes and playing. And somebody came up, oh let's make a cajon. Let's make some a proper instrument from that. And then in the 60s or 50s Paco de Lucia which is a very famous Spanish flamenco guitar player he went to play guitar he went to do a concert in Peru and he went to Apeña Apeña is the place where they gather to play to play like traditional mu uh, music from the coast basically no Afro-Peruvian waltz music etc and he saw the cajon and he fell in love with it and he said like I want that thing and he took it to Spain and the cajon was introduced to flamenco music then and, and they, they copied it they, and, and, but they put it. they added the strings at the back to make it sound a little bit more like a snare to give it that little bit of a of a, of a high high end kind of sound to the cajon. Okay. This quiz is gonna is easy. Easy. Uh -huh. I told you guys it's gonna be easy. <laughs> right. Sounds number three. Jules, you ready? Yeah. That's a panpipe. That was the easiest oh, bit. Yes. That was the easiest bit. I just wanted to play it because uh, it's, it's lovely. It's lovely, and this is the I think the main instrument that people think about when we speak exactly. about Peru, yeah. right? La Sampoña. La Sampoña. It's Sampoña. a pampa. It's a pampa. That's the, tr the 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 name of it in Spanish is Sampoña. Okay, yeah. right. We learn something new every day. <laughs> uh, I've got sound number four coming up. That's interesting. That's called a farfisa. It's an organ. Well done. Yeah, no, I know my I stuff. Was going to say, <laughs> I 
Well done. It's one of the first synths that was introduced to like this style of music. I have it on my virtual instruments. So do you guys use it in chicha as well? Yeah, we use it a lot for our sound. For our sounds, we use it a lot. We use a lot. Like we don't have the actual synth because it's probably like three thousand pounds. But I have the VST, like the virtual instrument in Logic yeah. well, uh, for the, all the production. It has like there. two levels of keys, right? The yeah. original one. Yeah. Well, that one I'm not really sure to be honest. But it does. No, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I, I can see the picture in my head now. Yeah, yeah really cool. Two. Really cool sound. We've stopped at four. Sound number five coming up. That's, oh, that little thing. What's it called? It's not that little. No? Ah. Is that a marimba? That's right. Is that good? Yeah. No. Ah. Is that something? It's a marimba. Yes. Yeah. Very big. Apparently, it's an outdoor instrument because yeah. it's that big. It's like you. It's like a. It's like a hand drum kind of thing. Yeah. Is it a little bit like xylophone? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. It's a good comparison. Hmm? Cool sounds. Do you guys use it in chicha? No. No, no. we don't. Okay. No. But we could. One. You should. I mean, maybe. Yes. Something mm. different. <laughs> right. I've got sound number six this time. That? That's like a widow. A no, widow? It's more wooden. Yeah, it's like a wooden widow. Ah, it's like a wooden widow. No, that's no, no. That's it? the jo, the burro, the quija de burro. Quija de burro. I played one. When I saw yes. you during the concert, <laughs> yes. during Casa Festival, and you just like flicked that out, I was like, Gosh. what the hell yeah. is he holding? That what was my it? first experience playing the quijada, and I think that the donkey sent um, a maldición to me. A curse, a, a curse. curse. Because I hurt my fingers so badly. <laughs> <laughs> you know that it's really interesting how it sounds. Um, it's if you see it, like it's really powerful, and and but it's, hold uh, on, hold on. Mm. Describe what it looks like. Ah, okay. It's so a jaw. it's a jaw. It's a donkey it's a jaw. Donkey it's a bone. Jaw. It's bones. Yeah. So it's it has the the the, yeah. the bones, but it also have the, the teeth, teeth, which is where you can. <laughs> so yeah, you grab it from the the the, the part that that has the teeth. Yeah. The front teeth. And then you hit it with your other hand. You hit it, and all the teeth like sound together. They vibrate. They vibrate. Can you hear it so, here? Yes. Yeah, but that that they're playing that with a wooden with stick. With a wooden stick. Yes. What this, do you play this, with usually? Well, you play with a wooden stick and with your hand. And this this instrument is mainly used in Afro-Peruvian music. Mm -hmm. In in chicha, it's not used that much. But because we introduce a lot of Afro-Peruvian into our into our songs, we use it. But it's mainly an Afro-Peruvian instrument. I had to bring the sound here because I was it's shocked. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> indeed. Right, the last sound. Are you guys ready? Yes. Okay. That's a cowbell, isn't it? Well done. Yeah. That was very quick. <laughs> yeah. The cowbell is very important. The co I think the cowbell is the is the, inst is the instrument that um, has cumbia chicha and salsa all in one kind of genre in, in one kind of um that's what chicha yeah is like yeah the mix of yeah but what i'm trying to say is that the cowbell is in all of these instruments and it and it's kind of like the the middle ground between all of these genres of music guys you have passed my test great well done well done <laughs> nice. what's the price one hour with me yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, but I wanted to touch upon uh, the instruments a little bit more because, um, again, when I think about cumbia and I think about Colombia, we've got the drums, we've got the um, flutes, and we've got the accordion yep. sometimes the accordion in the Colombian is very cumbia. In uh, Peruvian cumbia, none of these instruments, apart from the drums, apart from the exist. Drums. Yeah, well, they they exist. They were part of the tradition, but it became more ours. You know, we, we replaced the accordion with the guitar, and we replaced the flute with the guitar. So the the guitar replaced basically the flute and the accordion. So in uh, most of the tracks that I was able to find, I found the sound of electric guitar, electric bass, electric organ, synthesizers, timbales. Timbales, yes, timbales. Yeah. very important as well. And uh, yeah, as I said, no accordion, no woodwinds. Mm. No. But there's like, um, I don't know if the term is modern, but chicha like Grupo Cinco, for example, like that's really popular in Peru and that's really popular in Chile as well. Uh, there's a singer that's called Américo who popularized Grupo Cinco songs in Chile and they all have brass. Yeah, so like trumpets. And yep. Yes, yeah. so in that... In that path of evolution. Path, yes, of the know, chicha there's, music, there's also a lot of brasses. you can find brasses. Yeah. I'm against them personally. <laughs> I love trumpets. I love them as well, but not in this music. It's a personal thing. Yeah, it's personal. <laughs> you know, we, we, yeah, I, I think that for us... We prefer like the sound of the synthesizer, like like the more psychedelic path, yeah, rather than the more like traditional, could be, yeah, traditional. traditional one. But yeah, you you can still find some brasses okay. around. Right. What's the next song that uh, you would like to play? I think it's a good time to introduce our latest single, which is called Imperio Bamba. It has the same name as our band, and this song is really the most chicha song we have. I think I believe because it's an instrumental song that has very few lyrics and it has a little bit of Afro-Peruvian kind of touch to it.
So that's Imperio Bamba by Imperio Bamba. Yes. Right, guys, yeah. tell me <laughs> about this song. I've, I've always written songs that have a lot of lyrical vocal content. And Chicha gives you the opportunity to be instrumental and still be fun. So this was my first experiment in doing something instrumental. Well, and this is definitely a party tune. Yeah. Yes, it is. And um, um, we, we wor we've worked on it on a, a lot. We've had like two or three versions of the song. And now we're really happy with it. It's it's just a yeah party song. Yeah, it's a party song, and it allows us like to to talk a little bit about who we are and what we think. It's like our statement yeah. song. Yeah. So it has all the rhythms. So it's super chicha because it mixes everything. It has a really you can say when it changes and it goes to Afro Peruvian. So it has the chorus that it our name so it's really strategic <laughs> <laughs> and then it has like a little poem that talks about this feeling of being bamba of being latinos here and of being inferiorized you know like like that looked, looked down at. looked down yes and not only now here as latinos in london but historically so how can we put that upside down Yeah. So so yeah, and we think that we can feel that uh, through dancing and music, and that's what we really, really like about that song. To me, it sounded a little bit psychedelic, mm -hmm. like you could actually put you in a trance. Very, very much so. <laughs> Was this the idea yeah. behind the song? I mean, you just get stuck in your head. Originally, the w the project was called Shamans because that was the intention. The intention was to create through dancing like a ritual on stage where people can come and just dance and kind of forget about all the all the troubles of daily life you know work rent blah 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 and um so the idea behind the songs with the with the psychedelic aspect of it is also to be kind of a trance to to allow you to kind of let go of everything for a little while and go somewhere else in your mind wherever that may be so where can we go next to see you guys performing live we are going to be performing on the 24th of august at the post bar in seven sisters It's a bar owned by an Argentinian fellow called Camilo, which we say hi to. And Shout it's going to be a very nice event. It's going to start at 5 p.m., so it's going to be family-friendly. You can have your kids over until 9 p.m. We're going to have food from Peru. We're going to have traditional dances from Bolivia. And then we're going to have the gig at night with Latin American cocktails and Imperio Bamba. Guys, put it in your calendars. At what time are you going on stage? Probably around 10. Yes, yes. Okay. You can check our Instagram. That yeah, all the news are there, and our Facebook and all social media. Our Instagram is imperio.bamba. Our Facebook the same, and our Twitter is the same. So you can find us there as imperio.bamba. Imperio.bamba. Yes. And we're on Spotify, on SoundCloud. I mean, we try to be as everywhere. Yes, and and also as you should. Yeah. Uh -huh. And also our next plan is to release two songs that we have it almost ready. So okay. we are planning to release it with a music video, hopefully. Cool. Um, Will it be the summer? Uh, I think in a month time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we already have one music video that's in YouTube uh, from Los Amantes. And that was a really n amazing experience for us to shoot because a lot of friends participate Uh, the, da the traditional dancers from Bolivia. I really liked. I really liked that video, actually. Yes, yeah. and and we also worked with two uh, Peruvian second generation migrants. So they were born here. The director Marcos Schneider and Eduard Mendoza, the guy that helped us with all the 
outfits and the concept of the dressing. Uh, yeah, hello to them. We really appreciate your work. So yeah, it's been nice to work with with people from similar backgrounds but different experiences here. From the same diaspora. Yes. And um, the next song that you guys prepared, mm -hmm. um, I got very interested in that one because it has the words ayahuasca. Ooh, <laughs> yes. That's something. Look, I want to go and do ayahuasca at some point. I've, I would like to as well. I think it's something that has to be done at least once in your life. And um, yeah, you but you have to go to the jungle and be with a shaman and do it, it properly. Does it have to be in Peru? Well, yes, of course. <laughs> Peru <laughs> is the best country in the world. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, it, you can do it anywhere you want, but I recommend it if you do. If you're going to do ayahuasca, do it where the plant grows, because there's something mystical about taking it where the plant grows, where it's in its environment, and where the the tribal people understand how the plant works in that environment. Because it's a little bit more organic as well. Yeah, Today's yes. with a shaman, right? Yeah, I've seen absolutely. people that like I've seen like semin They do seminars in like Barcelona, Madrid. I mean, yeah, you have the beach, but you know, like, I and then know. you have to save the environment as yeah. well. What about all the air miles, right? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's like, for example, here they have frozen ají. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it saves the day for you know to cook, but it's not the same as you have it fresh from the ground in Peru. Uh, let's divert a little bit from this drug experience. Talk about <laughs> the song. So you guys said that one is uh, very sexual. I'm very curious. Yes, well, you hear it. It's it's really funny. I mean, we love this song. It's from Juaneco y su combo, and they are from the jungle, the Amazonia. And yeah, well, you will hear it and you will understand what we were saying. <laughs> But it's, it talks about like this experience of ecstasy. Wow. So, okay, yeah. drugs again. Yes, ecstasy and enjoyful. Uh, yeah, enjoy. Okay, let's enjoy that one. Uh, vacilando con ayahuasca de Juaneco y su combo.
right, guys, I know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Very sexual song, uh, talking about ecstasy. Yeah, ecstasy. From ayahuasca. Yes. I um, suppose. She, I think she was saying, <laughs> I think what I understand is that she was saying, Juaneco, give me your juices, as in your juices make me become ecstasy like ayahuasca. Does that make sense? I wonder that's what just she was talking about. <laughs> yeah. well, probably mango or papaya juice. <laughs> yes. Chicha de jora, probably. But yeah, it's nice. Like, it's always nice to have some ecstasies in your life. So Yes, ecstasy should happen daily. Yes. Yep. Right. It should happen when you guys listen to Imperio Bamba. So unfortunately, this is the end of the program. Um, so thank you very much, Javiera and Jules, for coming thank to the you. studio. Thank that you was Imperio us. Bamba. Um, right, so thank you very much for showing me your music and also talking about Chicha from Peru. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much for inviting us. We've, it's been really fun and we appreciate it. That was my pleasure, 100%. So, guys, thank you so much for listening and um, stay tuned for another episode of Free Colors coming very soon. Thank you very much. And we're going to play the last song, which is... Chacalone La Nueva Crema because we love him and he's like the main one. And this song is called Como un Ave. Enjoy. Ahora soy solo un ave que triste busca su nido. Ahora soy solo un ave que triste busca su nido.
Este poema se llama Los Amantes. My name is Jules. Mi nombre es Javiera. We are Imperio Bamba and you are listening to Three Colors Podcast. Entre esta multitud, ¿cómo se iban a encontrar? Si caminan sin descanso bajo el manto que cada invierno teje. Húmedas noches sucumbiendo en sus olas la gran ciudad y están solos, solos amantes. <tose> 